Welcome to the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Sponsored by Reinhold Flooring. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. And good morning, good Saturday. Pretty good weather here in KMOXville, St. Louis, and things are on and rolling. I wish you a wonderful weekend. Lots of things happening here in the middle of the United States. Some of it still spring training down in Jupiter, Florida, down in Florida. And we are going to have a Cardinals update from our own Tom Ackerman here in a few minutes. Stay tuned on CamWex for the latest, greatest Cardinals news. Scott Mosby here, Home Improvement One Hour. We have a sprint uh, show that takes us right up until the Cardinals game. Cards versus Miami this morning, right here. And uh, I'll leave it to John Rooney to tell you what the temperature is down south. It's a little warmer, safe to say. Scott Mosby, one hour home improvement. Bring it on. This is all about you, for you, with you. Uh, the family of KMOX. Phone line, of course, as you well know, 314 436 seven nine zero zero or as I babble off over the years three one four four three six seven nine hundred four three six seven nine hundred bring it in bring it early bring it often bring it now we are talking about anything important to you and with the warmer weathers as as we get temperatures up in the fifties uh throughout this week and coming time keep in mind it's very important uh supply and demand the whole world is um Uh, understaffed, safe to say. So for those of you that have heating and cooling units, I know it may be just a little bit too early to think about air conditioning, but it is time to think about air conditioning. Uh, Have your furnaces checked ready pre for the, uh, prepare for the summer heat, uh, because anywhere around 70 degrees, once you get above 50, 55, something like that, uh, you can run these air conditioners so your service people can run the AC, check it up, make sure everything's working okay. Uh, And if you haven't had your AC serviced, it's worth it. Uh, Just get a look-see, find somebody you trust, and uh, have them look at that unit, check it, and uh, Make sure that everything looks okay. You don't really have to put gauges on and check all the pressures and those sort of things because sometimes you lose a little bit of refrigerant every time you put up those gauges. So if they if the service tech decides not to fire up the gauges, it may be a good thing. Three one four four three six seven nine hundred puts us together to talk about anything around your home. If you are a do-it-yourselfer, tis the season. We are warming up here as we get into the outdoor season. Uh, and actually, you know, you might want to give your driveway, your patio, your deck, all those things, a little bit of a bath. I know it sounds odd, but uh, there are some, uh, you know, dust gets on it. You get wind up, you still wind up with some tree sap. I know it doesn't flow so much in the winter, but it does drip off the tr- off the leaves. Uh, and some of the residue, uh, whirlybirds, things like that, clean your gutters, clean your driveway, rinse it off because all of the MoDOT and IDOT, Missouri Department of Transportation and uh, Illinois Department of Transportation, all that stuff, uh, really winds up on your driveway, on your garage floor. Um, and on days like today, later in the afternoon, you get a little sunshine. It might be good enough just to evaporate and dry off that floor if you choose to rinse it out. Anything that winds up on your driveway, your sidewalk, your deck, porch, patio, tracks inside your house, that's why I want you to wash your driveways. Sounds odd, but... Uh, 
I'm kind of a neat neck, can't help it. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. So the message to you is prepare for the spring. We are in spring. March 21st was the official um time for spring to begin so we are technically there in the warmer months or at least the spring months and i think we're going to go pretty much uh right into heat so we're going to go uh from the season we're in now which i'm not quite sure what to call it because it's been pretty nice uh but understand the heat is coming and it will come with a vengeance and the humidity so get those furnaces air conditioners checked condensate pans all those things that can plug up that's very important keep those in good working order the issue around why now and why not in june and july if you wait until june and july to have this serviced there could be a one-week, two-week backlog turnaround because these guys are busy. We we do indeed have a shortage of um, labor in every place, and it's not just the U.S. It's all the way around the world. Uh, the only continent that has excess labor is Africa, and it's hard to get uh, labor from Africa over here to help us in the uh, tasks and training that we need in the U.S. Uh, 314-436-7900, Remember, we've got Card Spring Training Cards versus Miami coming up this afternoon right after this home improvement show. It's an abbreviated show, just one hour. But we're going to talk about everything important to you around your home. Uh, We've got a great uh, uh, follow-up here, the Cards Spring Training from our own Tom Ackerman, and uh, believe it or not, Tom was one of my first producers when I started here on CAMWEX. So, Mr. Ackerman, uh, congratulations to you. We've got update on the Cardinals coming up on CAMWEX right now. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. Yes, indeed. Back to your home improvement. Scott Mosby at your service. One hour sprint till we go up to the Cardinals game cards versus Miami right here on KMOX. Stay tuned. Uh, Sorry about the Tom Ackerman thing. Uh, uh, The electronics down in southern part of the U.S. in Floridaville, apparently less than reliable. Tom will be with us here in a few minutes, so uh, stay tuned. More coming on the Cardinals. Let's talk to my friends, my very best good friends, uh, and see what's happening. Good morning to Barbara. Barbara, welcome to KMYX. How may I help you on this fine Saturday? Yes, um, I have a home that was built in the 50s, and it has uh, cinder block outside walls on it, and it's got this uh, stucco that's peeling off, and I want to find out the best way to get that off so we can repaint. I've had people tell me that, that you can power wash it off, and then I've had other people tell me that you can just hand chip it off. So I'm trying to find out which would be the better way to go with this. Uh, this is real stucco. This is old-school stucco. This is sand and cement and aggregate um, actually troweled onto the face of your concrete block. Uh, it is a very good, high-quality masonry finish, but mm-hmm. it is labor-intensive, and it's a big deal. Uh, right. So if you have some parts of that stucco, you actually need a stucco contractor or a plasterer to fix that. Uh, power washing, anybody telling you to power wash it, 
uh, is kind of coming from a paint thing, well, we'll patch a few pieces. And if it's a very small area, it is something possibly that a painter can fix. But it Mm -hmm. does need to be hand chipped off, and the rest of the house needs to be uh, checked. Because after three quarters of a century in the 50s to now the 2020s, um, you know, that that stucco is going to need um, some maintenance, maybe some serious maintenance, uh, just because the bond between the stucco and the concrete block or cinder block uh, has released. It usually caused by water, moisture intrusion, and uh, when we get water in and behind that stucco and then we get the freeze in good old St. Louis, it'll pop, yeah. it'll pop it right off the face. So this is a right, big deal. That's what's you happening need, you now. Need a real Mac Daddy of a contractor. So I would need a, uh, what type of contractor again? Probably a plasterer or stucco contractor, and they're they're not they're not too many of them around. So any of the guys that do plaster work, usually in South City, there's there's a ton of good plaster and plasterers around. Um, the problem is um, they're busy, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> because now they do the exterior insulated finish, the EFIS, which you know is stucco and stowe. Or mm-hmm. drive it, that kind of stuff. They do the interior plaster, and there just aren't that many um, skilled plasterers that are around. So, uh, you're welcome to call Mosby Building Arts. We'll we'll give you a reference for uh, plaster contractors. Yes, can I get your number? Uh, yeah, three one four nine zero nine eighteen hundred nine zero nine one eight zero zero three one four. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That lets me know which way I need to go on this project. Yeah, if you get a real contractor in there, uh, they're typically not looking for work um, too much. If you can get somebody, they'll they'll make a quick um, inspection. And the way you can test it is actually just a wooden broomstick, uh, something like that, or a short uh, painting pole. Just tap it on the plaster, and you'll hear the solid stuff. You know, the solid stuff sounds like you're hitting a piece of concrete. When you hit something, mostly when I tap pond, it, it sounds hollow, and I can just take my finger and just tap it, and it'll just flake right off. Ouch! Ouch! Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a big deal. Um, <laughs> I will oh, definitely well, give you a call, and I do appreciate your time and, and info on this because I was really kind of on the fence on which way to go. So I figured I'd call in and see what you had to say today. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Barbara. Glad to help you here this fine Saturday. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You're welcome. Bye now. Home improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. There's the voice of pain. Um, I have seen this um, on many, many occasions. And there's sometimes when, and I'm very uh, quick to recommend only the amount of help or expertise um, necessary. Uh, This is one where you really need an experienced uh, masonry plaster stucco contractor um, because they, you know, there's a lot. uh, For example, a real plaster inside a house has three layers. You have the... uh, um, you know, the the basic bedding coat might be a half an inch thick, you know, and, and that's the brown coat, uh, scratch coat, and then the, tie, the final float because there's a lot of cement in that. Well, in real plaster, um, it's not so intensive because they're actually putting them. Anyway, uh, long and the short of it, you need the big guy. Uh, let's see what's happening with my friend Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Welcome to Cam Wex. How can I help you this fine Saturday? Hi, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, yes, sir. we 
We moved into a, a house a couple of years ago, and uh, we had a desire to finish off the basement. And I decided to wait a couple of years to make sure the basement was fully dry. And when it appeared that it was, we went ahead and finished it out. Um, and now with all the heavier, prolonged rains that we've been having, I get some seepage that seems to come up from underneath uh, the foundation and comes up over the slab. I've got a little puddle that forms in an unfinished space in the basement. Um, is it possible that uh, it's actually coming up from underneath the foundation and then over the slab? Um, uh, it's actually any... probable. Okay. I don't see any evidence of dripping down the walls or anything like that. Now, the weakest link, frankly, is if you don't have a drain tile on the inside or a collection system, uh, most homes built had some sort of an exterior drain tile, you know, back in the 40s and 50s, even sometimes in the 60s, you get the clay tiles that are set, you know, they're only two feet long, roughly 18 inches. And they're set with a gap in between in in gravel. Well, you know, you get a bunch of water and wash and mud, and it plugs up the outside drain tile. So you have a system where you still have that gravel down on the outside of the foundation, so the water still comes there. But it's not carried away or removed. So very common in saturating rains and rainfall like we've had here, uh, Bill, where the water just builds up right there by the footing. And, you know, for the most part, you're basement floor has gravel underneath it so it has a water gathering sump water management system so you know it's used to level out the 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 soil before concrete is laid but the issue is you know then you have no removal mechanism built into that gravel Um, yeah we we have a sump pit over in one corner of the basement but it's never been activated there's no pump in it and there's no penetrations into the, uh, you know, the bucket kind of space. I don't, I don't know if would opening that up and putting a sump pit in eliminate this issue that's on the other side of the basement. How old is your house? When was it built? Uh, eighty-nine. So what, thirty some odd years old. Man, in eighty-nine, uh, most of the builders with that put in those sump pits. Um, also put in drain tile because it was so prohibitively expensive to um, do it later on like now. So they may not have poked those things into the side of the bucket. Yeah, there's no openings, no penetrations into the sump pit, which I found unusual, but it didn't seem as if they needed it. You know, for two years, the basement was dry. And then with the prolonged rains we've had recently, and then a few months back, we had a big deluge of, what, seven or eight inches in 24 hours. And those were the two times that it leaked. You know, I think I'd be tempted. Um, um, how handy are you? <laughs> uh, I'm okay, but I don't like to take on a lot of work anymore. You know, I'm <laughs> retired. <laughs> <laughs> Your body's tired. Or retired. Yeah. yeah, I hear it. <laughs> Same team. Um, uh, ideally, I I would poke a few holes on the sides of those uh, that drain, that sump pit. Uh, to allow any excess water, it would be down about 12 to 16 inches. So 12 inches below the f- surface of the concrete floor would be the top of the hole. If you can, cut a four-inch round circle in that as if side drain tile were coming into it because you will have some gravel. And in 1989, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, sometimes they forget to poke it in. Sometimes they don't put that drain tile in it at all, the pipe collection system. But uh, for the little amount of water that you've got, if you're only getting a little bit of water, 
Uh, I might poke a hole in the bottom of the boat, basically that sump pit, and see if you can yeah. let water in and see what happens. You know, um, okay. until you get a lot of rain, you may not get any water at all. But I think I, you know, monitoring sub slab water yeah. is valuable either way. And I okay, I'll give that sides. a shot. Good deal. Yeah. All Thanks right, Bill. Good luck. Take yes, care. Bye. All right. Bye now. Home improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. Uh, there are um, one of the things about growing up in St. Louis that I like is that I got to, uh, oh, eh, I know how houses are built. You know, the hill was built a certain time. It was built with, uh, um, you know, masonry construction, some frame houses, uh, really nice front porches. Some of them are old enough that you might have uh, something like maybe, you know, a, a lead water pipe supply. Some of it is iron pipe. And a little bit of copper because of the age that most of the hill was. So anyway, so same for Soulard Market, Lafayette Square, uh, Kirkwood, Webster, Ferguson, Flores. All those various neighborhoods, knowing when they were built, when they were developed, when it opened up as it relates mostly to World War One, World War Two, and all that sort of stuff. So I'm able to kind of, you know read between the lines, see behind the walls a little just from experience. Anyway, stay tuned here. I think we're going to try and get uh, Mr. Ackerman up and on here on KMOX. Stay tuned. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby. I'll be right back. KMOX at your service weekend. Sponsored by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Sponsored by Reinhold Flooring. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby at your service, family of KMOX. Bring it on, bring it in, bring it now. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. We're talking about all things related to your home. Uh, preventive maintenance is the my overarching uh, goal. Uh, an ounce of prevention beats a pound of cure in my business with Mosby Building Arts. Uh, you know, we're 75 years old, uh, second third generation family business um uh, we typically get called only when it's too late you know so any kind of look-see a good review just uh check your house out i call it a walkabout uh kind of using the term from mike miller in the camwex garden hotline previous to this show every saturday morning take a walkabout go outside around your home Look at the gutters, look at the chimney, look at the roof, look at the stuff around the roof. If you see any debris, uh, sticks or twigs or whatever, especially things growing out of your gutter in the summertime, that's bad mojo. Uh, The point being, be aware of what is around on and uh, typical for your home so that you can identify something that's amiss, something that's out of the ordinary. Uh, For example, on your health, you know, pretty much on a healthy day, you're feeling pretty good, no aches and pains, whatever. Then something comes up and it's like, well, that doesn't seem right. I want you to do the same thing for the health of your home. Uh, Look around the windows, kind of inspect the caulking and the screens. Now's the time to get those screen repaired you can take them down typically to a uh, uh, hardware store Uh, home centers don't so much do it anymore Um, and and frankly it's kind of hard to get uh, um, hardware stores to fix these screens there are now screen services that will come to your home that will make new frames for your uh, 
screens and, and replace the screen fabric in the existing frame either way. The point being that get those on because uh, even if you sell your home and if you're not going to open the windows and ventilate the house, which I would advocate really, you know, uh, I like to change the air in a home, especially coming uh, out of winter because we keep the house closed up for so long. Uh, and some of those air quality things we can talk about here, give me a call, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. Screens are important. Then get down below around the foundation, because uh, we had a phone caller here, you know, Bill called in. He's got kind of a wet basement with a house built in the late 80s that really never had water issues. And the newer homes I have more water management um, awareness. Uh, They're putting in drain tile and sump pits, even when they don't need them, because to put one in later is so prohibitively expensive. So it's kind of a, you know, ounce of prevention kind of uh, thing for many of the better builders around the St. Louis Midwest area. Uh, So keep that in mind. And as you get down to the foundation, uh, also go inside your basement. I know it's not the place you love to hang out down in the basement looking at your foundation wall, but uh, it excites me. You know, I, you know, simple pleasures for simple minds. The point being, get in and get around. Look at the base of your foundation wall. If you have furniture, storage, or boxes pushed up very close to your foundation concrete, pull those boxes away. Let the air get behind it. It's very important that the air circulation that normally occurs in a basement get the opportunity to move the air, move the moisture, and then uh, dehumidify uh, through either the heating season or the air conditioning season. So just be aware of that. Uh, Look at the floor drains. Look at your furnace. Look at the condensate drain. You know that little clear hose, hopefully, or maybe a white plastic PVC. Just make sure it is draining because one of the issues that happens during the air conditioning season is condensate occurs and it gets collected inside your uh, air handler or what you and I would consider a furnace. It sits in a tray. The tray gets scale. We have hard water. So that little outlet that goes to the condensate hose blocked, then you can't really get the water out of the furnace. It winds up overflowing over that pan. You wind up with water around the base of your furnace. Sometimes it gets pretty substantial and that water moves a pretty good distance. Then it looks like you have a leaky basement because you can get a lot of water in the summer with air conditioning as humid as it is. Uh, Let's go to our phone lines here, see what's cooking here. Uh, Let's go back to my friend Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Welcome to KMWX. How can I help? Yeah, Yeah, are you there? I am Tom. How can I help? Let you me let me turn the let me turn the radio down. Yeah, uh, it's a seven yeah, I've second. I've got no house built eighteen eighty, eighteen ninety. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's got a brick foundation. Uh, it does have a basement with a concrete floor, but the basement's you know got nothing better than a deep crawl space basically. Yeah. And uh, inside the basement walls, there's like a oh, I'd say there's like a three and a half to four feet concrete block retainer wall on the inside of the bricks. And uh, there's a little bowling on the outside walls of the bricks and spots. And uh, the inside's not quite so bad. Uh, it needs some serious tuck pointing. And also there's like uh, four old wooden windows on one side and two uh, wooden windows on the other side. And uh, the the windows sit right above 
of floor joists. It's probably oak, probably old oak floor joists. Oh, and yeah. uh, uh, it, I don't know how it holds it up, quite frankly, but I guess it does. <laughs> um, but I just needed some uh, advice or, you know, I, I've talked to different people and they don't seem to, you know, one guy, I forget, they're reputable companies, but uh, they don't deal with that kind of work. It's hard to find somebody that does tuck pointing and things of this nature anymore. Or fix your face on windows and close them off. I'll um, let you talk. You, Go ahead. Are your basement windows in need of attention as well? Well, I'm going to replace the basement windows with a, some kind of a steel window or something. Sure, sure. Uh, okay. Uh, the reason there's nothing actually, really... Actually, I just want one basement window on the west side and one basement window on the east side just for a cross. Otherwise, I don't need them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the structure seeming to lack above the windows, that's because your floor joist, the band board, is either doubled or sufficient to span the size of those windows. So that's why your floor is still holding up over those windows. Uh, replacing the windows is a separate contractor. Uh, but I would probably... Um, you know, one of our advertisers, an old friend of mine, uh, Morelli Tuck Pointing, I would start with them because uh, they do the tuck pointing. He he is smart enough, whether he doesn't do do uh, the Boeing um, concre- concrete block walls, he will know how and where to guide you for additional help. Um, uh, foundation companies don't much work too much with concrete blocks i mean because it's hard to get a hold of them because if you hold up one the other 60 around it with all the mortar around it will move so i i think i'd start start with a good tuck pointer um and find out what needs to happen with that concrete uh, block and and then windows would be a separate contractor you're welcome to call mosby uh we can help you with those different things but that supervision and coordination time you will pay for because it's part it's now you're adding a third a general contractor to manage those dissimilar things which you may be able to do yourself you know what i mean yeah okay but i i would start with uh, a sharp mason uh, if you know a good bricklayer, a good uh, uh, stone contractor, Morelli for tuck pointing, uh, you know. Uh, they, there's not many of them around anymore. <laughs> well, They're old it, for tarred. Amen, brother. I, I, I hear you. I mean, that, that was my first answer about plaster and stuccos. You know, it's the same kind of thing. So uh, uh, it's hard to find uh, any of them. And then to find a good one, you know, that's a big deal. So, you know. Back, back to my friend Morelli's. So, okay. well, thanks. Uh, appreciate your help. And your name is Mike, right? I'm Scott. Scott Mosby. Oh, Scott. Okay, Scott Mosby. That's right. Okay. Yes, well, thanks, Scott. All right. <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Morelli. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, Tom. Take care. Bye there. And indeed, uh, that's that's part of the thing. Is you know, who do I call? What? How big a problem is this? And uh, really. Uh, when you get into um, this is I would advise uh, Tom, frankly, or a homeowner, if you're listening and you've got one or two trades, uh, typically uh, do that on your own. And it, it will require, uh, you know, some due diligence because you've got to figure out, you know, who can do this. Then next, you know, 
who will do this and then who can I trust? So it's kind of an issue there. Um, hiring a general contractor or a manager of some sort to come manage this work for you, uh, that's um, one aspect of it. But when you only have one or two trades, I kind of advise that you just kind of make those uh, contacts yourself and phone calls. You get three in there, and the typical thing where we get into repairs and, and it gets a little more complex is when you might have gutter boards that are rotted, um, ice or water damage around the gutter, gutter board sheathing, ice damming, insulation issues, all of that stuff, uh, attic ventilation. You get into that, there's a ton of science wrapped up in that four-foot area just behind the gutters all the way around your house. And that may be where it's time to call for somebody that understands the science behind it as well as can arrange for those trades. So I'm kind of advocating, you know, what's the difference? What stuff can I do myself as a homeowner? What things should I uh, let go of? Uh, When you get around foundations down there, as long as you can start with somebody sharp, uh, somebody experienced, you know, and, and, you know, it, Morelli's a good, a, a good example. And I don't mean to toot his horn so much, but he is a perfect example of one of those South City trades that, is, you know, there aren't many left. Uh, so uh, that's kind of why Morelli's doing so well is because not only do they do a good job, they have the history and the knowledge and, and you know, they can tell you. You know, you've got more troubles than just concrete block. Anyway, let's talk about this and more. Also, think about uh, what you're going to do with your roof this season because a lot of people will think about the things they see, feel, and touch like kitchens and bathrooms and floors and carpet and uh, furniture, drapes, painting the room. All those things are protected, preserved, or not if you have and get and maintain a good roof. So uh, probably one of the better relationships to have around uh, as a homeowner is knowing a good roofer to call because we wind up with leaks around the chimney. At my, and keep in mind, you've got you've got your chimney coming up and it may be brick or stone. It also may be siding. It might be plaster. Uh, it, it could be all kinds of materials. So that's one building material just on the chimney itself. Come down and now you've got the roof shingles. You've got all the different kind of roof shingles. You could have clay tile. You could have slate. You can have artificial uh, poly slate. You can have composite shingles, yada, yada, on and on and on. You can have roll roofing. You can have flat EPDM, all those types of membranes. Then there's the flashing that goes in between. Well, you know, first off, you've got to be up there on the roof looking at this thing access ability to access and then number two know what the heck you're looking at like okay i'm looking at this thing how does if i were water and i'm coming down what happened so the point being that right at that chimney flashing roofing intersection is great angst for most homeowners certainly in st louis because a lot of our masonry homes over the last hundred years were not built to be isolated so you can wind up with what around that chimney area you can wind up with plaster damage from moisture intrusion and really not have a leak in your roof or not a leak in your chim- in your flashing you just have moisture moisture migrating through that stone through that plaster into the, or through that stone through that uh, brick through that stucco and then down in into the plaster the point being you can have uh, problems and not have a clue where to start 
So, so anyway, back to the walkabout around the house. Roof, gutter line, walls, siding, flashing uh, around the chimney. Uh, look at your windows, your window screens, the flashing and the caulking around that. Look at the materials. Make sure your window sash is open. If you have a fire in your house, this could save your life. Yeah, because if your windows don't open, and that's a big deal, so we have what's called egress windows. When Mosby Building Arts puts on a room addition or we change windows in your house, whatever it is, we're accountable to bring it up to that current building code. Well, the building code says everybody has to have the right to get out in a fire. You. Yeah, you're the homeowner. So the point being that the size of that window is very important to maintain. And if you have these legal windows, they're egress windows, and you don't maintain them and they don't open, you're stuck. You know, fire department can't get to you. You can't get out. So that's a big deal. So just be aware of that. Uh, down into the basement, inspect around your basement. Uh, look at uh, how your air is moving around. If you have a dank or smelly basement, realize that once you smell it, Everything, all the contents, everything you've stored in your basement uh, is probably dank and smelly too, meaning it's likely covered with mold. Uh, so we get into basements and, you know, we we know, we can feel it generally. You can feel the humidity when you walk part way down the steps. If it's a moldy basement, you know, our senses for our representatives from Mosby Building Arts, we get down there it's like, oh man, this is a moldy place, you know, because we're in and out so many. Uh, and then the issue with that is what are we going to do about it? And one of the biggest challenges we have is urging our homeowners to discard, to dispose, to get rid of the stuff in that basement that either you have to get it all cleaned, holy smokes, you know, that's a big deal, or not. Uh, and then you wind up with you can fix the problem, you can stop the moisture, you can cir- cir- you know, circulate the air to keep the moisture down in the future. But your house and your basement still are smelly. Uh, think about, um, uh, now I'm going to get into something a little bit more fun than that. Uh, shower doors. Shower doors, bathroom remodel, uh, bathtubs. Bathtubs are very commonly um, uh, protected by the real estate industry saying every house should have a bathtub, uh, primarily for bathing a baby. Well, look around. When people are bathing kids and babies, generally when they're small, they wind up in a tub in the sink or a countertop, um, someplace that is not quite as large as a bathtub. Now you get into one, two, three-year-olds. You know, they're, uh, you can put them in a tub, but you can also put them in a shower. So this thing about must have a bathtub, if it's only the, if it's the one bathroom in your house, have the bathing facility you want. It's your house. And the reality is, whatever age you are, uh, you'll probably sell that house to somebody similar to you in consumer values. So if they like a really good shower, the next guy probably will too. 90% of the U.S. takes showers, does not bathe in bathtubs anyway, uh, anymore because the bathtubs look good. They dream. It's like, oh, you have the jetted tub. It's so wonderful. And then when is the last time you were in there? And how many times have you cleaned it since then? Well, let's change it to something that is more suitable to your lifestyle. Uh, Pace of self-care. Shower takes a lot less time. By the time you run the water, fill up a bathtub, most people are already in and out of the shower and dressing by then. 
So the point being uh, that the bathtub is a bit of a misnomer. Uh, we're taking those out at Mosby Building Arts quite often. We advise that because the resale of a nice shower exceeds the resale of a nice tub. If you can get a tub shower bath and you're suitable with it, that's fine. The aging of America, the boomers and such, stepping over that bathtub 16-inch high step over there, perilous. So be careful. And then you get your little children that are maybe one, two, or three years old, you know, they have to kind of real. you pick them up and you put them in the tub. Uh, so it's access is a little difficult. Uh, one of the neatest things happening, I'm going to come back, believe me, I'm still tying this around the shower doors, I promise. So the barrier to keep the water into the tub is either a shower curtain or a shower door. Shower doors used to be, you know, Basco, simple, sterling, you know, go to the store, buy a pre-made kit, and they're inexpensive and fairly easy to install. Uh, They are not custom, so it's a one-size-fits-all. So if you have a shower door that is narrower than that opening of that door max size, now you've got a big overlap. You may have six inches of overlap of the shower door in between. Not a big deal, but something to pay attention to so now you get into these larger thicker glass surfaces where you wind up into a custom door situation you know that's a big deal and each panel gets measured custom made uh, has to be tempered for the building code so that you don't have shards of glass breaking if anything happens around that and then you can have sliders or hinge doors but they are a very um, universal upscale step Uh, that increases the appeal because anything typically that looks like it took a little effort that exactly fits kind of goes from craft semi into art. It's like, wow, somebody really cared. They really tried. They made this fit. Anyway, shower doors are one of the biggest ways you can take an ordinary uh, bathroom and upgrade it, upclass it, and frankly, increase the resale of it. Uh, Stay tuned here. We're coming out. We're going to Cards uh, versus Miami here on KMOX. So uh, uh, Tom Ackerman uh, brought us into that a few minutes ago. Coming up next here on KMOX.